The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, is this thing Hi, on? Hi, Steph. Hi. It's on. Welcome to That's So Retrograde, everybody. We've missed you. We have missed you. Hold on. I need to focus right now. I'm shopping on Tradesy for a vest real quick. <laughs> Stop doing that. Focus. Close the tab. Get into this. <laughs> Connect on this Zoom with me, Steph. I, I, know you, I know you feel me when I say a fleece slash puffer vest is all the rage right now. Yes. As you know, I've been wearing mine often as seen in our That's So Retrograde videos recently launched. Yes. I am dressed like I am going mountaineering because it was like 45 degrees in my house. It's cold. And that's what happens. It's cold, man. Cold. Freezing. How was your Thanksgiving? It was really good. I guess the thing I've learned is that at 35 years old, I've finally found my voice in the kitchen. I thought that being left to my own devices would be like a dangerous th- encounter. But then yeah. when people were offering to help me, I was like, no, please leave me alone. I'm feeling my flow. So it was I cool. I also had the best time in the kitchen. And it was something about, because as we said, we normally do like a whole group thing. And so there's like a one dish designated to a person. And it really felt nice being able to do the whole shebang. and. Also not really have like a time limit because there was like nobody coming over. Yeah. Like that. So it was just like a very like in the flow, in the kitchen, heavenly cooking experience. I will year. say like, you know, I cooked for all these foreigners because I live on a commune with foreigners. <laughs> right. uh, if you guys didn't know that, well, now you know that now. And <laughs> they were like, what time is dinner? And I was like, well, normally Thanksgiving dinner is at like three o'clock. They were like, what? That's so stupid. And I was like, they're like, why? And I was like, well, normally you like stuff your face and then you just like lay on the floor, you know, drinking and, and like then nap, napping and then, and then revisit, like revisiting and playing. And do games. it again. Yeah. Remember that one year that I did that Thanksgiving brunch? It was like the pre-meal. Oh, yeah. That was really was fun. Like the frittata and salad. Were our parents with us? Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. I liked that. That's always a nice thing if you are going to eat later. Well, it was fun because I was just kind of cooking and eating. And then I had a regular time dinner, which like when they put it like that, like why would you ever eat dinner at three? I was kind of like, that's a really fucking good question. Like, I don't know. I think people are just excited. I know. which So it, they just try to get to the meal. I get it. But you know what? 2020 nap. is all about rewriting the narrative of what you thought and what you expected and starting from scratch and big fan of starting from scratch in this way. So, you know, there there are silver linings to this wacko reality. I agree. I don't know about you, but I feel like my brain is half turned off for the year. Like I don't have much else to give. Yeah. It, I, I feel and I feel this is a collective truth for everyone who I've spoken to. They're just like doing the best that they can with the little motivation that one has. I feel like this year has been so wild and so crazy. And all of a sudden we have like a little bit of space from it. And I'm looking back at it and just kind of in this like, whoa, that was a lot. Everyone should get a little card in the mail from this year that just says, 2020, you did your best. (laughs) And then, and then, you know, it's like a tap on the back and then we just keep it moving because agree, it is starting to settle and wash over. And it's just like, whoa, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I mean, I also, I I also feel I'm excited for our 2021 Remington episode that we're going to do, obviously, that we always do. Yes, we actually got some questions wondering if that was going to happen. Yes, guys. It is happening. It's going to be our first episode of 2021. As we do, we are not changing that. Yeah, I'm just excited. Some things will remain constant, like a numerology read for the year. Yeah, because I feel like though we are still in this strange alternate universe, the energy will be different. And I feel like 
I feel like I'm already kind of tapping into what it's going to be like. Like I feel, I totally feel like a new vibe. And yeah. so I'm excited to find out if what I'm witchy pulling in is what he's going to confirm. Yeah. I love that you say that because, you know, we are putting our heads together around like, what could we do to kind of close off this year and welcome in the new year? So we partnered with Megan Wallace James, our space sex style expert queen and we put together a list it's we're calling it the that's so retrograde for megan wallace james holidays advent calendar in Fun. which every day which started december 1st and you can find it on our instagram it's so retrograde we're giving a little something to do around your space each day this is like our way of closing out the year and calling in the new and it's also on that tip of just being exhausted emotionally and just not really wanting to lift much of a finger. We're saying the motto for this experience is do just enough and keep it pleasant. Love that. That's so much fun. So I'm not going to give away anything, but it's just a little checklist every day to go around and do a little something for your home or your space to just add some zhuzh. And we're going to be doing it along with you guys. Follow us over at So Retrograde as as we share the list. Well, nothing feels better to me right now than hunkering down in my home. And just cleaning behind the appliances or something. Oh, no. What I do is <laughs> I'm trying to get my landlord to build me like a storage shed. Mm -hmm. So I've just pretty much been like stalking her every week. And I'm like, yeah. I can't move forward with my organization without my storage shed. I don't know why I've decided that that's the answer to all my problems, but I do think that it will make a big difference. If I've learned anything is that it could be. Stay tuned on that journey, guys, because I'm getting a shed. I'm on the edge. I'm getting a shed. It is huge news. I did not know that that would excite me so much. <laughs> you know what else is really exciting? What? We've got Ash Johns joining us. We are having our first real deep conversation around ancestral healing today, which is a topic that you and I have, it sparked our curiosity in the past. Yes. We've had somatic healing that kind of uses, I think, ideas and concepts from ancestral healing. But this, we're getting all of our questions answered and it's a great combo. Yeah, it was really cool. And ever since we talked to her, I can't stop feeling my ancestors. Same. <laughs> no joke. Asking them questions, seeing what's up. Pretty cool. It's wonderful. So let's let's bring our teams in. Yeah. Guys, if you're there, fly on in now. <laughs> let's do it. I like assuming that our ancestors fly. Well, how else do they get around? <laughs> Great point, Elizabeth. Today on the show, we're really excited because we have a person who's going to talk about something that we haven't really dug deep into. I think people have asked us, have we done this before? And we're kind of like, we don't know what we don't know her. that is. Yeah. So we're so stoked. We have Ash Johns, who is an ancestral healer, a certified spiritual coach, a guide, a speaker, a conscious strategist. Ash Johns, hello. How are you? Hey. Beaming in from the television. We're in studio. This is so thrilling. We're so happy to have you here. We only wish you could be sitting at that chair right there with us. Me too. But this feels so like TV, like so CNN. Like I feel like we're really doing it. I made it. Ma. I made it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so let's just dive right in. I think Elizabeth and I, our biggest question is, what is an ancestral healer? And what is ancestral healing and how does it help us uh, in, I think I have an idea, but I would love to hear you describe what it is that, that you're working with. Yeah, I love that. This is what I get all the time. They're like, I have one question, but there's really like 59. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, <laughs> it has like tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. When you're right? talking about the ancestors, I imagine that it's, it's obviously a big question. Yeah, it is. And it's a layered question. And I'll say before I even get to answering it, I want to do what I always do when I step into conversations about ancestors and healing and the importance of this work is to just invite them into the conversation and to honor them. So yes. in any way that's comfortable for y'all, eyes open, closed, doesn't matter. But I just want to take a few moments to call in. Thank you, great ancestors, all of the ones who have 
lived, who've opened the paths, walked the doorways, lived the lives, done the the things to allow us all to be here in this conversation, honoring our mothers, 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 and fathers, 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 and people, just general people all the way back to the beginning of time. Let you come into the space. Let this be a very nourishing experience a safe and welcoming experience into this work of reconnecting consciously to all of you in order to live our best lives, to connect more inclusively in this world, to step into our purposes and to be in community. Thank you for this opportunity and honoring all of our people. Thanks for that. I think that that was like the most chills I've ever had up top of a conversation. Same. So thank you That must mean your ancestors are here. They're here. They're popping. Bring them on into the space. So (laughs) ancestral healing is a lot of things. And even last episode, I mean, I was like, oh, this is so good. I mean, every episode y'all do, I'm like, oh, yummy. Because technically ancestral healing can be working with herbs and sacred plant medicines that allow you to connect to other consciousness or fill your soul. Ancestral healing is remembering the names of people who came before you. It's eating the food, it's dancing the dance, it's going to the lands, you know, it's speaking the languages, it's looking at the family tree, it's understanding your DNA. It's all so many things. But the way that I work is to take all of those things that are probably more accessible to people and take it to a whole nother level, which is connecting directly with the dead, like your actual ancestors. And um, what we know both scientifically, but absolutely spiritually, which is the land that I live in, is that ancestors, um, people, consciousness continues. We are alive, whether that's in your DNA or it's in energy and frequency. And so sometimes we're not realizing these different patterns in our lives or ways of thinking. We're like, oh, yeah, I just learned that from my mother or my grandma or like that's how we do in culture as Americans or as women or whatever, as black people, as white people, whatever. We're forgetting that the energy of our people is around us as well. Mm -hmm. And it's influencing our lives. It's influencing how we move. And I don't give a shit. Wait, can we curse? Yeah. Oh, great. I forgot about that part. I'm like, let me ask. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit how much therapy you go to. Spirits don't go to therapy. I mean, sort of, they go to spiritual therapy. If you like bring them into a, a ceremony and you're connecting with them, but at the end of the day, you have to connect directly. If you really want to go deep and connect to your people and understand why and who they are. Right. So I'm glad you're saying that because I feel like that's, that's the part of this whole thing that really thrills me to think about is that, you know, we all identify as like, I'm Stephanie, you're Ash, that's Elizabeth. Like we, we have this person that we are And often we forget that, like you said, there's so many people that have come before us. And then outside of that, what information was in their genetics and their experience that was passed down to us. And sometimes I feel like we are attached to the story that someone else gave us. And it's it's maybe our job to like synthesize or let go of, whether it be like a trauma or a belief system or something. Because I've been led into certain exercises where, like with Cliff, he led me into one where you have you meet your ancestor by the beach and it, it's like very surprising what comes up and i was shocked to find that there was this woman who had like never lived her truth and she was like held down in her generation and all these things and i was like whoa like i know that's kind of what happened to my grandma but i don't know who this person was yeah and that's something that's been continuously passed down like okay so then why do i have this fire inside of me to like go all the way yeah and yeah. so that's where the work that you do, I think, is so important because because we can spend our lifetime in therapy and be banging our head up against a wall. A lot of times everyone thinks that awareness or realizing our thoughts and our behaviors and our challenges and how that relates to the, the immediate family members, the relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. But when you actually get to meet an ancestor, someone you don't even know their name and they yeah. have the wisdom of being like, actually, we weren't this way. Actually, this is why you're this way. Actually, you love weaving or you're into knitting because we were basket weavers and that's to live or, you know, the core wound is this. And let me under, let me explain to you why this ever happened or how it got that wound or that energy got into the family line. And now that you know it, I can now help you. And that's mm-hmm. the other missing piece. Like people stop at just awareness. I take it to connect directly so you know who your person is who can help you. And then furthermore, it's them bringing the blessing or the antidote, if you will, because a lot of times people are like, great, it's good when I come into the spirit realm and talk to you. I love how it feels. You give me love. Like I can sleep great, like cool, sage it out afterwards and poof, I'm gone. 
But it's like, how the fuck do you take what you just got in the spirit realm with the ancestor and actually apply it to your day-to-day life? Like that's right. a whole process. Then you can have mindfulness and all that shit to support you. But until you get the antidotes directly from the ancestor, that's like, this is what we need in order to clear this out of your life, but also out of the whole lineage, we're still just kind of sitting at the surface level work. So what does that look like in like the integration process and how that, how we bring I it never with us? Know. <laughs> 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 things. Like I've talked to dead people all the time. I sit with different people all the time, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times I sit with someone and we do have similar wounds and things, but the storyline's always different and the antidote is always different. Okay. Like I've seen ancestors that's like, you know, I need you to go do this ritual under the third full moon and like bring these things and do these things and wash these things. And, and they're like, holy shit. And I'm like taking notes being like, wow, this is juicy, you know? Or sometimes they're like, can you just rest and drink some water? And you're like, that's it. All this work that you're doing on behalf of me and the whole line that suffered from heartbreak in this way or drug addiction in this way, or like being deceitful or being being afraid of losing all their money or whatever the fear might be or the recurring trauma. And you just want me to like smile at every stranger and smell the roses. That'll, that essence will give you the energy you need to fuel the ritual work that's happening in the spirit realm Wow, is like mind boggling. So it can be, the integrations can be a range of things, both integrating and giving something to the spirit to help you. And then also in your own life. Guys, it's the time in the show where we stop and we celebrate and talk about some of the people, products, places who make this show possible. Round of applause. If we had a sound machine, this is where the clapping would come in. First and foremost, we are talking about our friends over at Each and Every. Steph and I were so thrilled to discover this female-founded brand, which is high-quality delicious smelling, gender neutral, clean deodorant. They are so amazing. Honestly, I hadn't really noticed prior to using each and every that when I put on other deodorants, it kind of like stuck under my armpit, you know, that like just slightly abrasive. And there's like a silky sheen energy to this deodorant. I think that's because they use six ingredients, which are safe, like coconut oil and dead sea salt and natural essential oils and extracts for fragrance. And I have tried two of the fragrances and I find both of them incredibly enjoyable. Right now I'm on that cedar and vanilla tip and that sandalwood and black pepper journey. Ooh, I'm in the geranium and snow mushroom journey and also sandalwood and black pepper because... I keep one in my car because for some reason there's two things I can never remember to do when I leave the house and that's put on deodorant and floss my teeth. So I keep those things in the car. (laughs) Keep it handy. Yeah, that's right. Life hack. We are so excited because we are offering That's So Retrograde listeners 30% off their first purchase at eachandevery.com. Just go to eachandevery.com slash retrograde and enter the co-retrograde. You'll get 30% off. Try all the flavors. They also have. I like how we're calling it flavors. Like, like you can eat it, guys. Don't get too excited and eat the deodorant. It smells like it's a good idea, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's where they're where their heads were at when they created the deodorant. I think next time too, I want to do one of. They have like a travel size sets that you can choose a few different scents. Oh, smart. That's the route I'm going to take next time because these all sound really awesome. Cardamom, ginger, coconut, and lime, citrus, and vetiver. Vet- I never know how to say Vetiver. That. Vetiver? Yeah. Vetiver. Yeah. Sure. Cedar and spice, juniper and mint. Guys, fragrance-free. Woo! It's all right there. Eachandevery.com slash retrograde. Use the code retrograde. Tell them we sent you. Back to another celebration. Guys, we're talking about Tradesy. I can't believe what a fan I am of Tradesy. For those of you that don't know, Tradesy is an online resale marketplace where women buy and sell luxury designer fashion. You save up to 90% off retail prices. Okay. I'm not really like a, and I'm not accusing you of this, Elizabeth, but I myself am not really like a label whore. 
Oh, I am. Yeah. Okay. 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 (laughs) So label whores and fans of like weird off-brand vintage jewelry high over here alike and any other thing. I just ordered a coat that I'm so excited about. It's literally like, it's the best because like I shop vintage. I love shopping vintage. I love like an old dusty like flannel just as much as the next guy. However, sometimes shopping vintage, you lose the quality of like higher level luxury things. And they've just like fucking aggregated it to such a high level. I I, I cruise it all day long, I have to say. It's so nice. There is a website and also the app right now. I always like to buy things in the off season. So I'm looking for a great pair of sandals right now. So it's always really a nice time to, because people are getting rid of things in the off season. Right. So I like to select new with tags unworn only. Mm-hmm. And there's so many options and goodies on this site. It is amazing. Obviously, I'm a longtime fan of resale and pre-loved. You can find some excellent, excellent finds. And trust me, the off-season new with tags, go that route. You will find some amazing things. And we're just so excited to be partnering with them. It's it's such a nice, sustainable option too. We haven't even gotten into that. Aside from the fun and the, like, the dazzling label whoreness of it all, it's also just really nice to to complete a cycle of thing or continue the life cycle of an item. That's why I love it. Versus getting something new off the shelves. Like it just, it's the smarter way to go. So if you visit tradesy.com, you will save $50 on your purchase of $200 or more with code retrograde at checkout. That's T-R-A-D-E-S-Y.com. It's a really fun way to spend some time and some money. So (laughs) get over there, friends. Now let's go back to the convo. Are you acting as like a medium in this this instance? Or how do they they tell you that? You know, is it like you're sitting around and then suddenly the spirit beams in and it's like a hologram? Uh, you know, or like, what is it? <laughs> that's so like, I love that. That's so like techie. I love that. Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, I saw the Robert Kardashian hologram and I could never unsee that. So, yeah. yeah. And before I answer that question, I'll also say some of the integrations are very specific about how someone needs to live their life. Like, to integrate this wisdom, you need to speak this way. You need to go and do these repairs or do these. Um, forms of reparation to whoever. It could be men, it could be women, it could be groups of people, it could be with your boss, it could be how you treat your children. There's, They give you very specific prescriptions, that's what I want to say. So getting to your question of how to answer show up or how to ancestors show up, Yeah, I am a facilitator. So I'm a healer in the sense that I open the door, I say the prayers, I do the invocation, and I guide people through ritual safety of connecting. Because here's the thing, and y'all know this, like, or some people might not, but as soon as you open up energetically and spiritually to the spirit world, like, any and everything can talk to you. They're like, holy shit. Hey, let me let's a party, you know? And you're like, hold up, hold up. We're here for a specific thing and specific people. And spirits can present themselves as family members and they're not. It takes a person who's trained and connecting with them to guide you and to ask the questions and to feel the energy. To Wait, be like, hold that- on. There's a tricky spirit who says I'm your family member, but I'm not. Yeah, that can totally be. Yeah. I mean, Ah. anyone can present themselves in a way that's not true. And that's the thing. Like people will be like, oh, I really miss my grandmother. I want to connect to my grandmother directly. And I'm like, well, that's not what I do. I'm not a meat. I am a medium, but I don't work in that way. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in being the middleman. I'm interested in helping people directly connect to their ancestors themselves, because then when you're finished working with me, you got your people. You don't need me. There's like other billions of people in the world who we've all forgotten our ancestral connection that I can go work with. So essentially what I'm doing is guiding you into trance work and opening the portals and you get to connect. Some people visual, they have visual gifts and they see them. Sometimes they feel them. Sometimes they sense them. Sometimes ancestors speak to them in other languages or show up in different symbols. And we do different things to realize, are they real ancestors and how do you want to communicate with them as we get further in the session? How do you discern the realness of the ancestor? Mm-hmm. So what I love about this work is it requires not only for me to be 
spiritually hygienic and my own energy so that I can easily see and clearly guide. But it also requires the folks that I work with <laughs> to level up in their spiritual sensitivity and practice. If you're a clairvoyant and you never knew it, you're going to fucking find out. If you can sense and you just have clear cognizance and you just know something, oh, you're going to find out. Mm. And so that big question of like, is it fear or intuition? When you work with your ancestors, it gets exercised out. So I give people exercises to do to strengthen their spiritual knowing. Their clairs, as we call them on the show. (laughs) Yeah, we all have spiritual gifts and your people talk to you through the gifts. So the only way you're going to facilitate a tight and safe relationship with them is to practice and develop those gifts. And that happens along the way. And it looks different for, for every person. It's so interesting. I mean, I've had like high mushroom trip where I've definitely been sitting at a table with my grandmother, but that's pretty much as far as I've gotten. The mushrooms send you there? The mushrooms do different things for me. The mushrooms. Me- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I stopped smoking weed. Actually, I stopped smoking weed because as a teenager, I didn't realize how connected I was. Uh-huh. And so every time I smoked, it would just be like no filter. I would see dead people everywhere. No. Shit. And I could hear what people were saying. And my friends would be like, yo, you're tweaking because you're reading my mind. And I'm like, am I? I thought you said it out loud. They're like, I didn't fucking say it. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Wow. So stop smoking weed. But ayahuasca didn't do that to me. DMT didn't do that to me. MDMA didn't do that to me. And and shrooms just make me open up to my creativity and sit in my body. Yeah. Like I don't have that relationship for spirits with them. Interesting. But yeah, weed is, is the one that blows open all the door. Everyone wants to talk to me. <laughs> and that's, a, wow. that's why I don't, I'm not a medium for hire. That's interesting like, you say that. Cause I've always want, cause sometimes I feel as if it clouds my, my intuitive sense. And other times I've experienced it like wide open and I just become such a strong channel, but it, I don't know what it's going to be. So mm-hmm. I've always kind of been, exploring that question of like, is it helping or is it hindering that? Yeah, I can't help with that. <laughs> I've done everything recreationally or in ceremony. And yeah. so I, that's not my medicine of choice as far as like my gifts to give to the world. Right. But um, I love guiding people into sacred ceremonies so they can feel and connect without having anything. I think that is really, yeah. it does something for you where you're like, oh shit, all I have to do is follow these steps that I went through a billion times now, or not a billion, but like a handful of times now. Yeah. Cause I know, I think one of the, not, I think I know for sure the main thing that folks come to as far as being afraid to work or do like connect with ancestors is thinking that one, they can't connect. Like yeah. I'm not spiritual enough. I don't know. I, I don't trust myself. I don't think I can do it, which you absolutely can. It's your birthright to know the people before you. If we trace back all our lineages. We all had a sacred way of honoring elders, rituals to transition into death and ways to honor the dead after their dead, like mm-hmm. every single one, which is really what got me deeper into the work and to call the work what it is. It wasn't until I was traveling the world and every spiritual teacher I sat with, they had a practice. Mm-hmm. And my people wow. would come through and say the same thing. It didn't matter what land I was sitting on, what language I was in, whether I was in Thailand and Indonesia, whether I was in South, no, I was already in Southeast Asia, I already said that. But you know, everywhere I went, Peru, obviously, right? But they would say and do similar things that I was like, oh shit, I'm onto something here. We keep thinking that our whole lives, like I'm in control of my life and what I do or what I say or how I personally grow and that's it. But there's a whole bunch of other people who have an input or influencing how you're developing and what you're getting caught up on. It blew my mind. I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. So I want to talk about your work in particular when it comes to the ancestral healing. What is your specialty? Mm-hmm. in terms of like, is there a certain thing people come to you for? Yeah, there's two things people, two things in particular people come to me for. One, when they're like, what is my purpose? What the hell am I here for? I feel like I'm at a crossroads in my life. I feel it, but I don't know exactly what it is. So there's that. And the second one is someone when they know they have a greater purpose and they really do want to put it into a conscious business. So for me, Everything that we're healing and my perspective and the way that my spirits and ancestors show me is it's all about healing this reoccurring pain of surviving. 
Mm. Like think about it. Every time we're trying to survive, we will cut someone's throat. We'll slash a tire if it's a fucked up boyfriend or something. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe not everyone, but I'm well, just saying. Like, I mean, I keep some cars in high school. I was wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. we do, we do really weird things when we're thinking about our primal needs as humans. Mm -hmm. And when we start to heal that or start to become more conscious of it and we heal the the deeper wounds that our ancestors held around surviving, getting off of a certain land because of a famine, right? Having to enslavement, right? Or having to birth kids you didn't want, like all these deep things. Once you start up unearthing them, you're like, oh, I can do any fucking thing. I am my ancestors' dreams. Like, let me run and like really embody this and make money off of it and enjoy my life and share it and this generosity and the healing of this scarcity and lack just shifts completely. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things. You're at a crossroads. You're like, I know I've got something. I don't know what it is. Help me get into a core and see what's blocking me ancestrally and personally. And then two, I really want to run a conscious business. And so what does that look like? Which they're so deeply related. So interesting. I think a lot of people talk about that sort of how in modern life, we're no longer tethered as much to like our survival. We have everything we need to survive, but still we're running the program of survival and like getting out of that loop. I mean, what you're offering is basically like taking the top of your head off. Yes. <laughs> like it's, letting well, it all out. First, right. That's the first thing of take your head off. Yeah. That's all the mindfulness. That's all of the like, what's my deepest fears? What's my huge shame? Where did I get it from? All those things you can do in therapy. You can do it in a week long retreat. You can do somatic ancestral healing through somatic where you're holding different things in your body. Mm-hmm. All of that is fantastic. And then after you've done that or while you're doing that, let's connect you to the ancestors so they can tell you directly. Like more recently, I had a client who connected with their father's 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 line, like really far back. Mm -hmm. And um, they were talking about a specific kind of abuse that the men had had. And when the ancestor came forward, they were like, we never really wanted to live here. Like we've always been angry and never felt safe because this isn't our lands. Wow. That's the wound. The behavior is not being on the land. So I was like, what would it be like after COVID to be able to travel to those lands and go there with your ancestors, those men, so they can feel their land and they can let go of that anger and that fear. It will Mm. shift the entire relationship on how men parent, how she has a relationship with men, how she trusts men, how they provide for her. All these things are because of this core wound. Wow. So you can do all of that mind work and head work of getting out of your way. I'm saying go to the source, go to the actual original thing. All right, guys, we're back and we're talking about some stuff we're pretty excited about. And I have basically this first one's my favorite topic on the planet. And I put in my 10,000 hours. And this brand, I, I genuinely like am so impressed with this company. So we're talking about a skincare line called Avrani. They are a premium skincare company inspired by India's ancient beauty rituals, combining powerful yet gentle Indian inspired ingredients like turmeric and almond oil which are clinically proven to improve the look and feel of skin. I have to say, since I've been using Avrani, so many people have been commenting on my skin's glow. And I swear it's because I'm using their exfoliating face wash and then the whipped light gentle lotion. And I know you love all of this stuff because it's incredible. I traveled out of town for Thanksgiving and I didn't bring that much with me, but three products that I did bring, as you said, Steph, the glow activating exfoliator, which is like a mask and it's so nice. So it's a mask and then it's an exfoliating journey. So it's like a two-step spa on the go. And that one is made with turmeric, honey, and neem and agree. It's like, it's just, you know, with exfoliators, it's tricky because you want to get the exfoliation out, but then sometimes some of them end up being a little too rough and they strip your skin. And this like, like, can you see on Zoom? It's like, ooh, she's glowing. I know. And then also afterwards, they have this softening Hydro Whip. And now I'm in Vegas. It is so dry here. I feel like as soon as I cross the Nevada border, it's like, like my skin just loses all moisture. And I've been 
loving and slathering on. Is that the word slathering? Slathering, slathering. on the softening Hydro Whip. Yeah. And then I'm really happy to say they have this eye rejuvenating elixir. And you guys, if you've been with the show since its inception, you know Steph and I have weird eye stuff. Yeah. And to find an eye cream that doesn't irritate, thankful, thank you 2020, bringing us some gifts of hydration under our eyes. And we love them and we're so grateful to have them as a partner. So we are offering that So Retrograde listeners a little deal. Wow. We are offering 20% off you go to Avrani, that's A-A-V-R-A-N-I. It's worth noting that Rani means queen in Hindi, which I don't know, just knowing that I'm putting a queen's skincare on makes me feel better about my life. Um, that's Avrani. Me too. Yeah. Dot com slash retrograde. You'll get 20% off your first order. They truly never do sales. So it's worth checking out. It's a great holiday gift for yourself or your loved ones. Why not share the gift of glowing skin? Get up on it with the holidays coming up. Gift a little ritual set to someone you love and share the gift of glowing skin. That's Avrani. We give it the That's So Retrograde blessed approval. I'm just so grateful that it exists. Another friend to the show who's had a long time TSR approved stamp is our friends at Sakara, guys. As you know, we had Whitney and Danielle, the founders of Sakara on the show five years ago when they were just many doing a day meal delivery. Many a year ago. And now they're available across the country. They're a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what we eat. Yeah, I am just so stoked on Sakara every time I get it because I love the chef-crafted lunches and salads and dinners because I get inspired of what ingredients I should be consuming. You know how you get into your routine? I don't know about you, but I just end yeah. up buying like the same thing every time. My my grocery shopping tends to turn into just like, I get Brussels sprouts, I get rice. Right, I get, it's like, like a rut. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they, they kind of play with all these superfoods in a way that it's like exciting to the palate. And you're right, Steph, after I'm done with doing the delivery, it's like I have a renewed relationship with my kitchen and right. ingredients that like inspires. And they also have a cookbook too which wow. is worthy to note. And yeah. all of their meals are meant to restore digestive harmony, regulate cravings, get that holiday-worthy glow just in time for the season, for hanging out at home. Who doesn't love that? So guys, right now, Sakara is offering That's So Retrograde listeners 20% off their first order when you go to sakara.com slash retrograde. Enter the code retrograde at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash retrograde, and you will get 20% off your first order. Now back to the show. How do you tie this into like the upheaval of, of the culture right now where like finally America is acknowledging its racist foundation and all of these things that we've kept in the dark for so long and we're yeah. seeing just it's like an explosion of admit it, you know, let's everyone accountability and like, how is that kind of resonating with you? I mean, it's basically the reason why America is so fucked up in a certain sense, but absolutely amazing also. Yeah. Because we haven't admitted, we haven't put any time. I was talking to a good friend of mine who lives in Australia because I spent some time there. You know, Australia, Germany, New Zealand, all these various, Cambodia, they have places to honor the dead, to honor what happened, all of the history the reparations, the contributions, the nonprofit, all these things that government all the way down, there's an acknowledgement and prayers and apologies. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't do that and you also don't grieve and you just keep building on top of it, it's like, it's like putting on deodorant and perfume, but you haven't taken a shower. You know, <laughs> that's the, that's the thing that we've been doing here. And so the reason why, again, why I love this work so much is because it's that perfect intersection, if you will, of having the courage to see the ugly bits and then having the compassion for how it got to be there. Mm. And then having the road for answers to humble, to connect deeply, like soul to soul, heart to heart, and then have action behind it. Right. A lot of my clients who are like, I'm afraid to do this work because I know my people were settlers. They were colonizers. They were slave owners. Like 
I know this is there. What do I do? And I'm like, great, let's get into it. Right. Right. Like you're the one who gets to do that work. And all of these ancestors are upset and they're all upset over the same thing around surviving. You know, this country was built on the back of slaves or those who were enslaved because people were coming from somewhere else trying to get away from their own version of it. Right. You know, so there's bloodshed across the whole thing. And that's not to say that it's okay. It's to say, look at the reoccurring theme. And it hasn't been. There was a lot of pain and trauma of having to live that way and having to inflict harm in that way. So I do love this work for that because it gets right into it. And when you start taking down monuments that created a lifestyle and a way of belonging and a way of surviving that was important to other people, of course, the answers are, they're going nuts. They're like, what the fuck? And yeah. other ones are like, yeah, and it's literally, it's like a whole, it is. What's the hot goss over there around the mo- monument takedown? Yeah. How are they feeling about yeah. it? <laughs> they're like, wait, everything, why does my video keep doing that? <laughs> they're, like, they're like no don't be yeah okay, oh, they came through yeah. they just said something yeah. it's like cloudy you guys can see the whole video has shifted yeah just as much as what we're happening the old saying of as within so without as above so below everything that we're experiencing outside of us in this physical plane is happening spiritually we're all in relationship energetically and with the frequency and so working with them and working on ourselves is the thing. So Mm. I wasn't here when Trump was voted into office. I was living overseas as an expat. And when I came back in the energy of the country, I was like, holy shit. Like they are woke. Everyone's upset. We are, stuff is about to change. Like Mm -hmm. this is equal. And this is a time when like people had workbooks about anti-racism and people were like, unbiased this and like unconscious bias that and like let's do this and it was all this intellectual stuff but I'm like if you've done all of this work and you still don't see what are these exchanges or you even from a black person and a a person of color's perspective is there's so much trauma like deep compounded exponential level trauma that every little thing is is slipping off. You can never relax. You can never feel safe. So when you have both of these energies happening with no release valve, no pressure release valve, what's going to happen, right? I didn't think of that. I didn't think of the ancestors of of the people who were the enslaving, the people Mm -hmm. that came like, oh, we're leaving our place to come here and and start a new life because we have our own oppression. Like, I didn't think about that. And that makes so much sense as to why. Because I always look at, like, angry whites and I'm like, what's your fucking deal? Like, you have, you do not have anything to be upset about, really, in the lineage. But you do. And it's like, once you air out both sides, like, that's how the conversation can take place to acknowledge that all of us come from a place of wounds. Exactly. That's so wild. And I was watching when they announced the new presidency, the president's elect. And I think you might have seen, what's his name? Van, the Van black John. guy. Yeah, Van yeah. Jones. I love him, right? He's love. just a god of gorgeousness. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he- uh, We love a vulnerable man on CNN. <laughs> we love to see your tears, Van. <laughs> <laughs> so he breaks down and he delivers what he's saying around the relief. And like so many people who were afraid during this presidency, like- this is a change. It's a good day to be a parent. I have something to say to my kids, like so on and so forth. And then the other commentator, I can't remember his name, but he's Republican. And he was like, the same way you're feeling relief now. And you were like, all y'all were like, holy fuck, these four years. That's how everyone else on the other side is feeling. They're like, everything that I have to survive, the blue collar job that I've got, my farm, my land, the house that my parents have passed down to me for three or four generations as early settlers where they you know, killed some Native Americans, but also slaughtered some or fought off coyotes, like all these things to survive there. It's now flipped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this is this is my first time saying this. This is this is great. Y'all are amazing. The middle ground is needed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that line because everyone's like, no, more than ever. But it's true. Yeah. If we don't ever come together and understand we're once the same thing and think that we all can't have it. Right. That I have it, you won't. And if you have it, I can't mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah, like that lack mentality. Yeah, just as you were saying with starting a conscious business and eradicating that lack mentality in order to thrive, it's the same. It's like, let's make America a conscious business. <laughs> Truly. 
<laughs> and also stop… We all need to stop like… What is this weird competition of like… My pain is worse than your pain or like… And oh. and to some degree, there is a bit of that especially in the last say, you know, 100, 200 years. There has been a, a very big imbalance of like with the scales tipping in, in a different direction. But… We, you can't get people to acknowledge that who don't even, who, if you don't acknowledge their pain first, you know, it's like that, that yeah. classic like de escalation technique where you're like, instead of offering a pushback, you're kind of offering a hug yeah. or compassion. And yeah. I'm really glad you're saying that because I get real revved up about the people who won't just admit that there's been a problem, but it's mm -hmm. because they're so, no one's acknowledging the thing that you're talking about with them, which is that they have their own line of shit. Yeah. So the way my spirits show it to me is this elevator movement, essentially, of like realizing all of the compounded stuff that's happened, right, in society and culture and our history books that we've all experienced, right? And like understanding how we've contributed or we've lived in it or our family has, so on and so forth. And then elevating up into the spirit realm so you can see the truth of us really being connected, of your ancestors really wanting nothing but good for yourself and everyone else. And that's the thing that I think we miss, that othering, that's my ancestors just for my interests. My prayers or my conversations with them and how I direct my clients is, it's not just about me. We've already done that. Y'all have done that. It's about me and my community and our society and anyone that I'm in, in relationship with. How can I be in right, balanced relationship as much as possible? Help me with that. You know, and it shifts completely. They're no longer helping you make decisions based on what's the best for you and fuck everyone else. It's like we need to consider every everyone and everything, which is really challenging, but it's actually quite easy. Well, I feel like that's the consciousness that like needs to arrive now, like as a not only in like the spiritual community or in like the people seeking this deep work, but just in general, like in society, like I feel like Donald Trump was like kind of the last representation or, or manifestation of that, like I, me, mine consciousness, that like total narcissism only in it for myself. Like he was literally the explosion of how we kind of narrowed ourselves into that zone. And I was super stoked yesterday to see I mean, I'm not really political. I don't know what these people fucking do in their like backdoor handshake rooms. But I was super excited that Governor Cuomo of New York said Howard Stern was asking him, you know, are you going to be the attorney general? Are you going to be the president? And he was like, I'm running the state of New York and I want to do that. It's like I play a better center field than I play first base. And just because I want to play first base doesn't mean that's what's good for the team. And I was like, if everyone can have that consciousness around what you're saying, but just in general, then we have a chance of healing if we're looking at it from the perspective of playing for a team. If we're looking at it from the perspective of just trying to heal ourselves, then we're going to literally circle back to the exact same problem. True. Because you're like, oh, great. I have the money. I feel great. I feel enlightened. I, I, and then you're not thinking of anything else that you're doing, and which then, is, don't get me wrong. Like I ran a women's retreat and that's what we did. It was like, come and feel great and get clarity. And then you're like, all right go forth and do whatever you want and not thinking of like what impact we had on being where we were doing how we were. Right. So yeah. I appreciate spirituality. I love it more when it is deeply healing and it holds us in like a level of accountability and integrity that we might not reach with a full heart. Mm -hmm. Otherwise. Right. Yeah. What's wow. a way I love how you opened the conversation and in, in bringing our ancestors in because I feel as if I constantly forget speaking of that like just me I forget that we're surrounded by guides and our ancestors and I know this to be true whether somebody's fully subscribed to that concept or questioning or maybe just doesn't believe at all what's something we can do to nurture that our com our community yeah. Of guys. Acknowledgement. Like acknowledgement. Everyone talks about, or they ask me rather, how do I start? What's the best way to connect or to start with them? And I'm like, have you acknowledged them? And not just, again, the immediate people or the ones you have pictures for, or the ones that's on the family tree, but like all of the ones, all of them, no, names known or not. And that's literally the language I would say, like all ancestors, regardless to what you did, how, what, how you stand. I just want to thank you. I want to send you good vibes. I, I call you forward. Your, your life was not in vain. 
don't be all up in my space, you know, respect some boundaries. <laughs> respect some boundaries. Please get out of the but, bathroom when I'm going, number two. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But start with acknowledgements. Start with another thing is if you do want to build an altar, I tell people, because that's it's essentially a portal, right, of connection with any spirit. Some people build altars or shrines for many different deities, themselves, whatever, is don't put specific ancestors' pictures on them yet. You know, because you don't know who is actually stepping forward to help you Mm. to be with you. And when you put, you might put your grandma's photo on there and she needs to rest. Like she's healing from whatever for a while. And you're over here being like, come on through grandma. And she's like, oh, my ankles. I'm so angry and have arthritis or like I gave everything to my children and didn't, you know, live my dreams. And now you want me to come through to protect you. Like, can I have a moment? Right. So. I'm just like, start with elements, put your water, put your earth, put a flower, a tree, like honor the the spiritual energies we have that are physical on this earth, which are the four elements. And then just sit in space and, and honor them and ask them who ever wants to come forward, who really can see the goodness of your heart and what you're trying to do in this lifetime and what you're juggling or struggling with to come forward and show themselves to you in whatever way. Wow. This is so amazing. I literally feel like you should be in the cabinet of the president um, leading the charge on ancestral healing for the society. I'm like, no, call her. Everyone needs a spiritual guidance. It's true. Ancestral, you know, some ancestral wisdom. Oh, love you. I wish you were here. (laughs) This is the thing with the Zoom. I will say, though, you're based in a completely other state. Let's honor the ancestors that brought us the Zoom. That's right. Technology. So we could have this conversation. What a blessing. Tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can connect. Yes, you can find me at Ash Inspires on Instagram. It's Hey Ash Inspires on Twitter, which I'm hardly there, but that'll change soon. <laughs> and then, of course, AshleyJohns.com is where I have my internet home. Ashley, thank you so much. Well, this was so fun. I have loved every bit of it. Y'all are just too great, too cool for school, too. Thanks for having me and my people here and honoring everyone and also to the lands that we're doing this work on. Thank you to the original keepers of the land. Yeah. We look forward to the goodness that comes out of all of this. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a lot of fun episodes to round out the end of the year. As we said, follow along on our little house tidying journey that we're doing advent calendar style over on So Retrograde. And if you feel called to it, why not leave us a review on iTunes Guys, or Apple Podcasts? Leave us a review. We love you and we Steph love to hear from to you. Read them. I love to read them, but I, as I've said many times in the past, no shame. Um, I only like to read the positive ones. <laughs> who Respect. likes who likes negative reinforcement? Nobody. Thanks. No one. No. All right. And uh, I guess we'll just uh, see you guys next week. Namaste listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.